0: Welcome to episode two of EFG, LFG, PSC. That is an engaged family gaming podcast about World of Warcraft for casual fans. <laughs> my name is Steven Dutzman. I am your host and I'm joined as always by my very good friend of way too long, Dana Brown. How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. Uh, this was the appropriate level of perkiness in your Yes, greeting. I,
1: I had to reel it in from last time. My bad.
0: Well, you were excited. Because it was the first time ever on a podcast, and now you're a seasoned veteran. So, shout out to all of our guildies who are invariably going to listen to this podcast and then comment on it in guild chat and make me and Dana really awkward.
1: <laughs> it's it's just great when uh, we get the play by play as they listen to it. Mm-hmm. It's a, the running commentary is my favorite.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So shout out to Mia for getting right on my case about not liking the Venthyr goth party, but like she can stay on my case. I still don't like them. So this week, Dana, we've got a couple things to talk about. So last week we talked all about Shadowlands. We gave a very high-level overview, and I think there really hasn't been a lot of new information about Shadowlands itself, Mm -hmm. because it was just a week ago they did that big stream. right. but we've, So we're going to talk about some other topics, and we're obviously going to go way deeper as we find out more, especially when the two of us get into the beta, which I'm hoping, knock on wood, will be relatively soon. I updated my settings. Did you update your settings?
1: And the yeah, in the opt-in or whatever? I did.
0: Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, it took me a minute to figure out how. Right, yeah, I, haven't I, had, I haven't had to opt into a beta since Wrath of the Lich King.
1: Yeah. I,
0: oh, God. When did
1: I last do it? Was it Legion? And then mm-hmm. I think I opted in for BFA as well. But I don't think other than BFA, I don't think I ever actually like played in the beta.
0: So this is going to be exciting. Well, now you're a content creator. So like now you have like a whole different level of responsibility because we have our people that we have to deliver the message to. Today, we're going to talk about this new cool mentor system that both of us are going to be engaging in. And then we're going to give some people some advice on what to do between now and then. Because you and I both have some interesting thoughts yeah. on how to do that. So um, anything interesting happened to you in World of Warcraft in the last week?
1: Ooh. Uh, let's I see. guess I'm
0: asking you this with no preparation.
1: But. No, I know. Um, I Over the last week, I actually wasn't really in-game all that much because I was out doing real-life stuff. Um, mm-hmm. so, adorable real-life yes, stuff. Yes, adorable real-life stuff. But – I don't think we really did a whole lot of anything crazy content wise this week, but the previous week we got down a new mythic boss and I got the Jaina mount, which was pretty
0: cool. That is pretty cool. Uh, Was that the night that I was in there? Because you guys dragged me in just so you could get a second one.
1: I was think that that so. Night? I think that was the night and then we just pulled you in as a body just to get to 20 so that we could get the two mounts.
0: Yeah, I still don't really understand that. So, could you explain the mechanic? Like, why you need, like, can you not f- beat the boss without a 20th guy? Like, I'm not unhappy that I went in there or whatever. I went in, I died in a few minutes, and then you guys finished it. Like, what's the deal with needing 20?
1: Yeah. You got the easy mode. You just come in, you die, and then you wait five minutes and then you get stuff. So apparently mythic stuff is, is tuned for 20 people. So most of the things are better equipped for 20 people to handle unless you weigh out gear it. And then it's a lot easier and you can tend to bring in 16, 18 people or so. Um, but when you're looking for drops, specifically like mounts, they are kind of, like gating it behind finding that 20th person. So their incentive is if you have 20 people and you kill the boss, there's a guaranteed two mount drop. But if you go in with 19 or less, you're not even guaranteed one. So you're you're kind of rolling the dice if you bring less people.
0: So is that kind of setting it up for after the expansion comes out where people are going to try and solo that raid so everybody doesn't just go, just make that on their to-do list, just go solo heroic Jaina and get out? With the crazy, you know, elemental mount?
1: Well, I think usually once new uh, expansions hit, that all of the guaranteed mounts become rarer drops. Oh, okay. uh, so it goes from a guaranteed drop to like a 1% or less than 1% type drop. So it becomes more of a farming thing
0: after that. Cool. All right. Well, that makes sense. Well, I was, I was as I said, happy to help the guild out, <laughs> walk in, they tried to. They spent more time explaining the mechanics to me than uh, I did alive. Yep, because I had no idea what was going on, and all of a sudden I was just dead. It and is
1: a, it is a crazy fight, to be fair. It, there's a lot of stuff going
0: on. Well, I'm not upset with myself at all. But what was really funny is, like, so there were like three people trying to explain mechanics to me, and then the the raid leader halfway through it just kind of realized that they were investing too much time. Like too many people were giving too many details. He was just like, well, there's some cannons and there's some things and you got to like, don't stand in the red stuff. And like he was giving me like the very basic, you know, maybe I watched a YouTube video on accident and know what to do. And everybody else was like, all right, well, you're going to have to do this thing. You're going to stay with the melee. And he was like, guys, he's not going to even live that far. And, (laughs) And guess what? He was right. He's known me for a long time. That's and great. and that's okay. I think I would probably be fine with that encounter if I did it more than not even once. But And I helped you guys get two mounts. And I, it did. appears I think I even helped you get one. So that sounds great to me. I did time walking for the first time.
1: Oh, that's right. You haven't done that yet.
0: I had never done it. It was I didn't even know it was a thing until they told us all that time walking got you extra experience. And I went, Hey Dana, what's time walking? <laughs> and you true. and you were like, boy, let me just let me just have let me just have my partner explain it to you, and he did. Because <laughs> uh, you just, I appreciate that you have almost infinite patience, but like the the one on one stuff, you just gotta leave it to somebody else. And uh, it's really cool. I did. I'm pretty sure I've done every dungeon in Mr. Pandaria now. And I cannot wait until they rotate it to the next one on Tuesday, because you better believe I'm going to do all, whatever the next ones are. And I'm just going to keep doing it because that's really cool.
1: Yeah. It was actually, it's a really cool way to like nostalgia your way back through stuff that you've done in the past or to like, if like you and I both skipped a couple of expansions, actually experience the content that we missed in like a, real life or real time type of deal
0: yeah absolutely i can't listen i think it's it's a really neat mechanic and i can you know the gear isn't super great but you know what considering i have a bunch of alts that really don't have anything you know being able to go in i think they're dropping like i level 425 gear right now Mm -hmm. because it counts as like a heroic and that's really good yeah yeah
1: yeah, and then if you do them enough, you get enough of the badges. You can hand them in for heirlooms, which obviously aren't really going to matter that much anymore. Um, uh, there's mounts and pets and all that kind of stuff. So it's like if you're more of a collector in the game, there's definitely abilities to have you know, time walking be a little bit more lucrative for you.
0: And, I mean, you're going to have to do it if you want those because I noticed some of the bigger rewards require a lot of time walking badges. Oh, yeah, for sure. But that's okay. You know what? I'm because it looks like, is there a different time walking expansion every week? Is that what I'm getting?
1: I think at this point, yes. Normally, inside the like typical patch. You know, expansion or whatever. Time walking only comes
0: around with the, with the time walking. Is it a different expansion for time walking every week, or how does this? I know it's weird now. How does it work in general?
1: So, in general, before we kind of hit this like pre pre patch time, where we're kind of letting everybody kind of get caught up get their alts up, whatever. Time walking only really came around like once every four to six weeks. Like there were other things to do, like pet battles and PvP and 20 world quests for the week and, you know, stuff like that. And they just kind of round robin through those options. And now those options are still there alternating through the weeks. But on top of that, you're also getting time walking every week. And I'm thinking that they're kind of using it as a catch-up mechanic, for people like because you get really good XP in time walking. And
0: really
1: do. Yeah. And on top of the, you know, the level the level XP boost that we've got going on right now, you know, it's kind of a, a twofold for people to kind of use it, see old content and then catch up.
0: Yeah. I mean from the XP perspective and anybody that plays, if you're wondering, well, I mean, I wonder how much it actually ends up being, listen, <laughs> I have a mage that was level one oh one. And I started doing some of the time walking stuff and I already have her at 112 and I'm getting about a a level per run. And I think part of that is only is because I'm in there with a full group. If you were in there with a impressively geared person who could solo the equivalent of a heroic encounter, then it would probably double that. But being able to queue, especially if you're a healer, like I'm playing a mage. So it's taking me about 15 minutes per dungeon, which actually works out pretty well for me because in those 15 minutes, I can like do other things like edit podcasts, et cetera. The, you know, if you're playing a healer, like, or if you're a paladin or leveling a priest or a druid or whatever, it would be an instant queue, basically, because they all need. I mean, or a tank, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, if you have someone who could play as a healer, and it's like, you know, I'm in the nineties, hundreds, just just go run a bunch like a million dungeons, and you'll level all the way up that way. Uh, that's where my mage, how I'm going to get my mage up to 120 with no question, and I'm probably going to keep doing it on my other characters just to help get them geared because it, it's fun. Yeah so yeah that's time walking other than that i really haven't done a lot you know i'm still doing world quests although um i have finally reached the point dana and i know you're gonna be proud of me where i'll look at an emissary and say no i'm all set today and not do it whereas up until this i have never missed a single one
1: yeah i got it's, nice. it. it's nice when you get to that point where you hit the i don't have to do it all of the things all the time it's you know it's a little bit of a breath of fresh air to be able to just be like oh eh, i don't really feel like playing with the turtles today because <laughs> a lot of their uh their world quests are not my favorite so if it's not like 2000 gold for doing the three i usually don't even care yeah
0: what i it, for me it's if it's azurei because uh it doesn't I'm not a progression raider, and so at this point, the Azerite stuff, all of my characters have a high enough uh, Azeroth, like their neck is high enough level that they can unlock even mythic gear, yeah. like all the different Azerite powers. So, yeah, it might make my neck a higher eye level, but it's not that big of a deal for me. So, for that, unless it's on Dornguard, my primary, because he has all the reps. So, for him... Being exalted with all those, you do those enough, then you you know you get those treasure chests which are like four thousand gold apiece, so it's like worth it. Yeah. But for my fifth and sixth alt, it's like you know what, I'm good with the Azerite. Maybe my sixth alt for a little while until she can unlock the epic stuff. But I think it, you've had the right. I mean, you've been doing this for the whole expansion, I'm sure. So uh, you made this decision a long time ago. But I think as casual fans. Uh, there is other casual content to engage in beyond world quests. Once the the diminishing returns hit, you know, yep. but that but that two thousand gold is sweet, especially if you have multiple characters. Oh yeah, you know, I have five right now. I'll have six. That's like ten thousand gold. That's almost ten percent of a month of WoW. So it's yeah. hard to turn that away.
1: Right? Easy money sometimes.
0: I, I mean, it is. It doesn't hurt that I have children that like to do my turtle quests for me. Yeah. Uh, my. Uh, <laughs> My daughter absolutely loves the matching game, as you can imagine.
1: Oh, shell game. Yeah, I can shell imagine.
0: Game. Uh, I don't. And my oldest son has figured out that if you're on an epic mount, you can do calligraphy very easily.
1: Oh, this is true. Because I, I'm a size. shaman, I uh, do it in Ghost Wolf, so I'm a little bit faster than people okay. just ra- like randomly running. But That's I, smart. I didn't realize that you could do it actually mounted.
0: That's a good idea. I didn't either. And then he was like, dad, why is this so hard for you to get on your mount? And I was like, what? <laughs> but you have I to mean,
1: like I've started it kind. in the mount and, and then I've like switched to the ghost wolf to be able to run it because I didn't think I was going to be able to run it yeah. on the mount. Good to know.
0: That makes sense. Well, my oldest is over here looking at me like I'm doing something wrong. I'm complimenting you. You figured out how to do the thing and you nice. figured out how to do the shape. In an epic mount, and it just goes faster. But you can't do it on. You have to do it on like a cat. No, you you can't be a Paladin. Paladins get a. Oh yeah, you can't can't do it on Paladins. Paladin mounts are too fast. That's the problem that he ran into. Uh, But it also helps to be like on a cat or something where you can still see the ground. Like if you're on like the the robot mounts or like the Legion War Mech or whatever. Which, by the way, I need one of those really bad. (laughs) Like, have you ever seen a mount that is more me than that?
1: That's Uh, true.
0: But that's really expensive. I'll get it. I'll get it eventually. (laughs) That'll be my Brutusaurus. So, yeah. So that that is our uh, funny stories for this week. And we'll just keep that up. Talk about some of the the interesting stuff that comes up because there's always something weird going on. Oh, yeah. Uh, So two topics today relatively brief episode i think so the first you you told me about this we've got an ongoing facebook chat where you send me weird memes that sometimes don't show up in my feed or you send me news which is awesome because you know the sources better than i do facebook hasn't started to send me all the wow facebook pages yet so give give it time once i start posting a wow podcast regularly (laughs) Um, so what's up with this mentor system that you found because i think it's kind of rad
1: Yeah, so apparently they're in Shadowlands, they're going to be talking um, talking. They're going to be giving people the opportunity to become mentors for new people in the game. It's going to be gated by behind a couple of things where you have to uh, be in good standing with the game and Blizzard. And you also have to complete, I believe, Pathfinder 1 for it. So it'll be like rep-based and or renowned at this point and everything. But it gives you the ability to kind of let somebody shadow you and kind of learn the ropes of the game without just kind of like getting tossed into the open world and floundering. And you and I were talking about this earlier. You know, it's like, that's kind of how I came into the game was I had friends who played the game and they were like, oh yeah, do this, this, and this. But then I was very much left on my own to kind of figure all of that out and figure out what goes on my my cast bars and what I should be playing and how I should be playing it and what I should be casting and what zones I should go do and things that I should be doing as I level and then what I should be doing and I when I hit end game and you know so it's like if you get to kind of Give somebody a little bit of a a rope to kind of guide them along and not feel so lost and alone in in an MMO. You're
0: 100% right. Uh, I I agree with a lot of those things. This is one of those games where they want WoW to be something for a lot of people. And it already is. But one of the things that it's really tough is as a new player who's trying to play solo. And you and I have an advantage, right? Like I played World of Warcraft back in the day and learned it and was an expert I I at least I'm comfortable saying I was an expert. I was a raid leader. I was a class leader. I did all sorts of stuff. And I took a decade away and I came back and I had a group of people who were willing to put up with me not understanding anything because it's a fundamentally different game. Uh, But not everybody has that. And so you see some people every once in a while, you know, run into a capital city and start throwing stuff, questions in chat. And most of the time they get reasonable answers but sometimes they get some sass and sometimes they get real toxic answers especially if their question is not well worded or there's something going on maybe you know english is a second language or something like that you play in a north american server and this really provides an opportunity where they can say you know what you're new and you're going to have questions and it gives a chat channel to go in and talk to people that we know are going to be probably good and what i really like about it is a lot of people were like go watch a a how-to play video, go read Icy Veins, they'll tell you how to play a paladin. And I'm like, okay. But some but some of my questions were like very laser specific and icy veins just like didn't cover it. And yeah. so being able to go in and be like, hey, how does this spell work? And someone might tell you, or like a you know, sometimes they're really weird questions, like how do you get more bags? Yeah. You know, for a while, a gnome on Archie John named Pixie, who she used to be around. And that's how I got bags. I didn't know how else to do it. You just buy oh, them from Pix- Pixie. Pixie's still Pixie's, around. Pixie's still around. Well, I know literally, I'm not even joking. The first day I came back and I was in Morales and I saw Pixie, I literally cried. Aww. Because it was like, that was the welcome home I needed. So Pixie, if you're listening, you're probably not. But legit, I cried. And I said so. I told Pixie that. Um, and then I bought bags from her. Um <laughs> But like the, the, you know, sometimes those are simple questions, right? Like, you know, I just did a boost and my bags are small. Like, how do I get bigger ones? And that's where friendly voices, which I would presume would be the people who would opt into this mentor program would be there. And this is a very cool idea because I mean, how hard is it to level to 120? Like as a actual person that knows what they're doing, I couldn't even imagine being brand new.
1: Oh, yeah. It would be a total slog. And we were talking about this earlier is, you know, Blizzard was talking about how they get a ton of new accounts all the time, and but there's retention deficits all the time. It's people start and they don't stay because a level one to 120 slog that we have currently is overwhelming, especially when you don't know what to do, what to focus on, where to go, yeah. or even just to get your simple questions answered of like, how do I get more bag space?
0: Mm -hmm. And man, I could, I I would love, I'm a data guy. I would love to see the numbers. Like what's the percentage? Like at what level do they drop off? What zones do they drop off in Mm -hmm. the level squish will obviously uh, help with a lot of that, right? Oh, for sure. My biggest issue leveling through old content is that you go through it so fast. So you really don't feel any connection to the story. But now like with Shadowlands, and we talked about this on episode one, is you're going to play through an entire expansion. Not all of them, but you're going to play through one and you get to pick it like i can't wait to make a new character and play them through legion because i get to see the whole story of legion whereas now i i don't i wouldn't get to do that i barely get through a zone and i level out of it i think that's awesome that's already going to help for part of that and then having the mentors who i'm hoping that the mentor chat is global so i don't have to be in the same zone as you to mentor you yeah i hope that's global in some way or regional or something having that ability to answer questions like i can't wait until those nights when I'm just kind of waiting and I don't have a lot to do where I can just answer some of those questions because that is that is fun and fulfilling for me, uh, especially as someone who likes talking about World of Warcraft.
1: Yeah, for sure. It'll definitely be nice because it's always really fulfilling for me when I help somebody out or do something, not even in World of Warcraft, just in general, to be like, hey, you know, this person's struggling and I give them a piece of advice or something super simple and it completely turns their entire mental state around. And they're grateful for that. And it really fulfills their validity of choosing to play the game.
0: Mm-hmm. Also, I'm, I'm shameless. So I'm hundred percent going to plug my podcast
1: um, <laughs> to the people
0: that I help a lot. That's, that's just, that's just good marketing Dana.
1: Yeah. absolutely. Customer
0: service marketing. So, so that's the mentor system. Apparently you're going to have to opt in. There's going to be recruiters in your capital cities. I, you know what? I would love it if there was like some cool trans that go along with that or, That'd be
1: pretty cool. or maybe a title. cool,
0: I bet you there's a title, but like, there's already kind of a title because, like, you know, the professor and all that stuff, headmistress. But there'll probably be something else. We'll find yeah, out. Yeah,
1: but that was for something else. That was actually for like a Harry Potter-esque type quest line. Weird. Yeah.
0: But sure. I, they'll do something. They'll do something. I'm sure there will be some incentive to participate, and I can't wait. Um, that sounds like a whole lot of fun for me. So that's the mentor system. Can't wait to see how that comes out. Obviously, we'll find out more details as the beta and the uh, the game come closer. So I'm sure they're going to give us a real announcement about it. With like tails, and I'm sure it'll have some rewards. So can't wait to see those. The uh, the next thing, and this is kind of like the primary topic of the episode, is just we thought we would wax philosophic a little bit about what to do between now and when the expansion hits, because you know rating is starting to is going to start slowing down at some point, and we're all kind of there at the level cap. And if you're not, well, obviously getting to the level cap is rule number one. But so let's talk a little bit about what some of the advice we have. What would if, if I was uh, uh, kind of getting getting towards done and looking for some things to accomplish before the next expansion? And I asked you, what's the one thing you would tell me to do first?
1: Well, definitely the the alt runs is yep. to to pull up any other characters classes races whatever you wanted to try we're kind of keeping on the back burner to level anything that you may want to switch to or like have as an alt in your back pocket for shadowlands um because i know you and i talked about having multiple characters up at the cap so we can see what each of the covenants is about you know it's to make sure that whatever characters you want for that are ready to go so with the fact that there's an xp and a rep boost right now and time walking, it's just a triple whammy of it's easy to just level somebody straight up to 120 without really even trying.
0: Absolutely. You need four if you want to do all four covenants. And if that's, I mean, if it's not important to you, then by all means. But you need four in order to really thoroughly experience the story. Because all four of them are going to have like an end game quest line, kind of like the Rathion one with the cloak. So... I think that is, um, you know, I think it's a must, really, if you don't have four alts, you got to you gotta do that. So that I agree with you. That would be my first advice to level alts. Now, you know, there are some folks that are going to push back on that and say that the level squish is going to make it, make leveling uh, easier. So it might be equivalent. It might even be easier. My counterpoint to that is the expansion is not here yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I have a lot, I have time to fill between now and then May as well fill it level and up a characters. I mean, hey. especially if the character is already, you know, in their 50s or 60s. or You know, if you have a character that you had boosted previously, but kind of abandoned, they're sitting at a level, they're level 110. Let's just get them to level 120. Let's just boost them up a little bit. Play through some Battle for Azeroth content. You all, everybody's got that zone they really liked. You can probably get most of the way up to level 120 just by playing through that zone again. Yeah, I, I don't know how I've played through Stormsong Valley on every single character, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm not gonna stop yet. Uh, so <laughs> I agree with you. That's that, so that's number one. Level some alts, mm-hmm. take advantage of that XP. And uh, I think you know. One, a is take advantage of time walking. to especially now, to play through some of the dungeons that you missed because right now it's pand. Well, by the time this is published, it will be what came after Pandaria? Is it Cata?
1: No, it's Cata, then Mists, and then
0: uh, Warlords. So next is Warlords of Draenor. So if you wanted to see what those dungeons look like, uh, that's next week. (laughs) Excuse me. So. Uh, my first piece, after the leveling thing, I specifically think if you were ever going to level a Demon Hunter or a Death Knight, now is yep. the time. Absolutely. Because I don't know if you read that after the level squish, Demon Hunters and Death Knights are going to start at level 10. So, Dana, I, I absolutely agree on the advice to level up alts. So my advice, kind of, I guess this is dovetailing off of the alt advice, is if you were ever going to level up a Death Knight or a Demon Hunter, now is the time. Because I don't know if you heard this Dana, but uh, after the level squish, they're all going to start at level 10 as opposed to like level 90 and 55. So like if you don't at least start them now, you're actually going to lose a whole bunch of experience. Right. I mean, starting at level ninety is really nice. And by the time you get out of that starting quest line for Demon Hunters, you're already in your mid nineties, like almost a hundred.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. And, and then on top of that, you get to yeah. do some time walking, and mm-hmm. uh, the just with the XP boost on leveling, and you notice know, if you just quest around, you're going to be one hundred and twenty in the blink
0: of an eye. Yeah. I mean, how fast did I get my – because I, I figured that out myself when I made a Demon Hunter and what was I, 120 on my Demon Hunter in what, like a week? Yeah, like that. It moved so fast. And admittedly, I was playing quite a bit because, you know, COVID-19, but, <laughs> you know, these are aggressive classes that do a lot of damage. So, you know, you can kill a lot of mobs with these things. Oh, so yeah. that's Death Knight, Demon Hunter – uh death knight started level 55 demon hunter started level 90 so realistically if you're just looking to have an alt army just start a demon hunter don't worry about like they start at level 90 they get up to 120 make them skin in mine or whatever and go farm mats do crazy stuff <laughs> um what else because what, what else do you think you would uh tell people to do Dan? Anything? So,
1: on top of, like, getting alts in your character that you're currently maining ready for Shadowlands, I would say that you should focus on the stuff that's actually going away. So, ahead of the curves, any of, like, the mounts that are not guaranteed after the expansion hits. I think that with the Brutosaur is also <laughs> going away. Yeah. I would focus on trying to get the stuff like PVP sets and mounts and whatever you need that is not going to be there once 9 hits, try to get whatever you want done.
0: I think that's great advice because you're right. There's a lot of things that are going to be straight up impossible because they're just going to go away or they're going to be, you know, switching to rare spawns. So you're going to have to grind and look for them. Uh, so the Brutosaur, I think is a, is going to be divisive with the people listening with us because 5 million gold, that's how much it costs right now to just buy a Brutosaur outright. That is a lot of money. And yeah. not, you and I could combine our money and multiply it by 10 and still not be there. <laughs> Pretty much. Not even be close. But I think now, is the time where, if you are a person who likes the auction house or has other ways to think, really likes raw gold farming or running old content, if you like making money or you have a lot, you know, like if you're over 2 million, maybe now is the time to make that decision. Do you want to push for that Brutosaur? I am not. Nope. But um, I, I, there are some people in our guild that are pushing for it right now. Yep. And there are certainly YouTube videos all over the place for how to make money, how to raise your gold per hour. And some of it is as simple as running old content. The advantage of the Brutosaur is if you make $5 million, you just go get it. And you never have to set foot in a raid or a dungeon or anything. You can just make $5 million gold. And I know that's, yep. that sounds... Air quotes, easy, but for some people, 5 billion gold is possible, whereas killing Nizoth on, on Mythic is all but impossible. But, you know, there are those, the, the mounts that comes off. Is it Heroic Jaina that drops the, or is it Mythic Jaina that Mythic drops off? Jaina. That really cool elemental mount, which you have now, thanks to me. Uh, I'm okay. going to take 100% credit for it. If <laughs> it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have had it. And that's called the Glacial Tide Storm. And then if you do Mythic Nizoth, you get some kind a, of weird
1: jellyfish thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's gross. It's gross. I'm not a fan.
1: It's got a lot of eyes. Uh, a lot of things in this expansion had a, have had a lot of eyes. Not really a fan of that. Yeah, it's a little weird. A little unnerving. And I'm in the eye business, and it's still a little weird.
0: That's true. That's true. They don't have glasses, though. Um, can you imagine putting contacts on all those things? It's just <laughs> weird. So, once you're alter level, those are things you can do any time, but there's just an advantage to do it proofs is going away. It's going to be on the black market auction house. Now let me be real. If it's 5 million gold now, right? And it goes on to the black market auction house, you best believe that thing's going to hit 10, 15, 20 million next expansion for two reasons. One, it's going to be rarer. It's probably only going to go on there every, you know, month or so. But also, you make more money in the next expansion. Like inevitably, next expansion we're going to be, you know, you will have a million gold Game, yeah, right. Because like you just get more money. That's just how it works. And so that'll be it's just gonna be nuts. So if you if you're if you like dinosaurs and you make a lot of money, I think you got that. There are probably on your server guilds that are selling runs through heroic on both Jaina and Nazoth. So just pay attention to your your forums or you know, if there's a Discord server for your realm, pay attention to that. And they often are advertised. Like there's a couple of them in Arch and Dawn, always. Mm -hmm. selling them. So, you know, pay attention. And I mean, it's going to cost you money. They, They certainly don't bring people in for nothing, but that's another way to do it. I've been thinking about it to do, you know, to do Jaina since you guys are not, you don't run it on the same night so I have no idea when I'll get to go. Um, yeah. I mean, I wonder how much it would possibly cost. I've never asked, but.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I think with our guild because we get to a week and we're probably about halfway through our our guild and as far as people who have it, I feel like towards the end, once we all have them, we're just going to start bringing people in just to be like, you and you, let's go, let's get you out Yeah,
0: probably. I'm gonna, make the judgment call myself and decide what i want to do and we'll figure it out i'm not going to spend money that i don't have to though i have a feeling that if i go to spend the money people will stop me if it's really a stupid idea that is a good piece of advice i think there's one last one though that i think is worth talking about and that is this is going to sound crazy coming from the two of us if you're really done and you just want to wait just just stop yeah because it's cool it's cool wow's gonna be here wow's gonna be here forever assuming the world is here but like, wow's never going away, so it's okay to take a break, right, David?
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, you and I both took almost the same time away. I took a little bit less than you, but we both missed the same two expansions. True. Um, And you know, neither of us are worse for the wear. We, yeah. We survived. Well, I missed
0: four expansions?
1: I okay, so I missed two. You missed four. Yeah. But yeah, I, neither of us, neither of us imploded. Not, the world didn't implode. Did we well, survived.
0: I mean, it kind of did. It's
1: it's imploding now, but we're already back in the game, so it doesn't really. It's true, do It true, doesn't true,
0: count. True. <laughs> it's true. Uh, I, I mean, although I did come back around the same time, so maybe it is just entirely my fault. True. The so I think that's a that's something to do right. Like if you really are done and there's none of this stuff that we talked about. Sounds interesting. You don't want to 0 8 all, so you're all done. Take a break.
1: I mean, burnout is real. If if you're you're hitting that wall and you're just like, man, I could really use a breather and we're just not doing anything that's worth my time right now, take a break. You know, do something else. Do You know, enjoy something else. And then when Shadowlands hit or even the pre-patch hits, jump back in. Jump back in with renewed energy and love for the game.
0: Absolutely. And we know it's coming this year, so it's not like you'd be out that long. Uh, right. But man... There's some other video games to play, so if you need advice on that, you can listen to any of my other podcasts, and I will give you plenty of advice on other video games to play. Or you can play Dungeons & Dragons. I'm not here to judge. Hey, uh, I, I actually
1: just recently started playing d and I
0: know you did. I was very proud of you. I knew you had it in you.
1: I even played um, NPCs.
0: <laughs> you dork, you. Yep. Um, I mean that love, because i LARP. So I like take it to another level. I don't LARP right now because, you know, you're not supposed to be around large groups of people. So uh, Dana, would you believe it if I told you that that was episode two of the uh, EFG, LFG, PST podcast?
1: Man, I believe it and don't believe it at the same time. This has been a long time
0: coming. I know. We've been talking about this a long time. And folks, we're going to be talking to you for a long time but not much more this week so Dana and I are going to go play some World of Warcraft so you guys have a wonderful week Uh, we will see you back next time after the reset and until then have a good night bye bye